What's going on, everybody? This is the Workrate Podcast. This is our AEW Revolution 2022 in review. I'm joined by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? Uh, I mean, I could say I'm okay, but I'm, I'm pretty shitty because, as you know, my Roomba went over my dog's poop. As we know. We st- or as I know. <laughs> as you know. Before we started recording, so that, that was an adventure, but I'm good to go now. I've washed up. I'm good to go. <laughs> Brad spent an hour cleaning up <laughs> a, a trail of poo. Yeah. And poo out of Roomba wheels, and yeah, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> I I told uh I told my girlfriend that and she said you need to send Brad flowers. <laughs> it was a shitty situation to say the least. Yes. It's not the first time I've heard of that of a Roomba. Yeah, I've always like read like stories on the internet and I was like, "Oh man, that would suck." And then sure enough, it happened to me. It's a nice surprise to come home to. Why did this happen to <laughs> yeah. me? Yeah. All right, so let's get into Revolution. This was a fantastic show. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. It was really, really long, and I had a hard day yesterday. I was doing some, helping out with some reno work, just lugging heavy-ass bags from a house into a giant fucking bin for hours. and Doing some man's work. Yeah, I was doing some man's work, and I was man's tired yeah. afterwards. And then I had to watch fucking 24 hours of wrestling, or at least it felt like it. Mm-hmm. Very, very good wrestling, but to the point where I can't remember yeah. large chunks of the show. Yes. like When it's that long, you kind of check out a little bit. Yes, I was going to say, even the best wrestling shows, if they're five hours long, it, it's yeah, you're you, going to feel tired. Yeah, you 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 check out. It's uh it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Okay, cuz like even my notes, like I there's some matches like I have some uh buy-in matches where I have more notes than like the main as, event matches. as the show goes on, yeah. I'm just like I'm not taking notes anymore from <laughs> this. I've been doing it for 5 hours. Yeah. Um yeah, so it we started with let me just turn this down a little bit. Or you, or whatever. I'm not sure. I heard myself for a sec. Okay, so this was Hirsch versus Statlander. This was a good match. There was nice bad blood from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the height difference between the two wrestlers. It was cool. Yes, yeah. they're both they're both powerhouses, but like one's a giant powerhouse and one's a like Taz style yeah. powerhouse. And yeah, I like sure. that a lot. Um, the but yeah, vicious mean streaks in this one. Layla Hurst trapped uh, Statlander's arm in the stairs and drop kicked it. This is like right at the beginning of the fucking match. Yeah. There's brutal tree of woe work by Hirsch where with she put her in the tree of woe and then just chopped her in the chest while she was upside down. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then and then drop kicked her in the face. Um there's a brutal Rana off the apron onto the floor. Yeah, that looked gnarly. Yes, it did. Um, I loved uh, Statlander. She went to do her springboard stuff, and Hurst just kicked out her hand while she's doing it. I was like, that's fucking great. That is some Bobby Fish shit right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, crazy avalanche electric chair drop by Statlander, which... 
it was a little wonky getting to the spot, but the spot itself was cool in the end. And then... I don't know what I'm reading here. Uh, <laughs> was, towards the end, was, uh, Hirsch got a turnbuckle wrench. And hit yes, that's what it was. With okay. it. And uh, I didn't see the actual pin, but I know she hit her with a wrench. Yeah, I know. Whatever I wrote there was not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. She hit her with the hook, and then she <laughs> hit her moonsault, and that was the finish. And it yeah. was cool, and I liked it. And it yeah. was brutal. I remember that now. She's outside the ring. She had the hook. She whacked her in the face. I liked it. This was <laughs> a v- very good buy-in match. Yes, it was. And, uh, uh, yeah, I AEW like- always has really good buy-in matches. And then um, people always say like uh, to the wrestlers and stuff, like, don't you wish this was on the pay-per-view? And, and Nyla Rose had a good tweet one time, like, uh, no, because uh, we're doing our job. We're getting you to want to buy into the pay-per-view. And I'm like, that's a good point. I mean, if you have bad buy matches, then like, what do you want to do? A fucking 75 match card? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, we, we have this great idea for a buy in match. Ah, oh, it's too good. We got to put it on the main show. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let's come up with another buy in match. Ah, oh, it's too good. Let's put it on the main show. Mm-hmm. But do, do you want a shitty match to start out the show? Like, what's. Yeah, especially when it's free on YouTube here? and everything. So you want people to see it. Like, oh, yeah, I should probably get this pay per view. It's like, oh no, let's have a let's have a bad match. Like, <laughs> what? What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Um doesn't make sense. Anyway, next we had we had Kenny coming out. Kenny's music hits. He's gonna come out. He's being interviewed by fucking Tony Shivani. I'm really excited. Like, oh shit, Kenny's back. He's ready. Out comes Don Callis. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed. I'm yeah. not ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> I love Don it, comes out. It's worth... They're... They're giving him the shut the fuck up chance. He talks about he doesn't know why people are why people are upset because Kenny gave them the greatest title run, the greatest matches, all well hurt. He said that the fans suck the blood and the life out of Kenny. Um, He said that he was going to bring Kenny out, but he looked at the card, saw how violent it was. And he's like, no, I'm not bringing Kenny out here. This is disgusting. He said that this night is going to be a great night for the elite. They're going to win the tag titles. They're going to win the uh, the world title. Cole will be a fantastic transitional champion until Kenny comes back and takes it from Cole. I was like, oh shit, you're uh-huh. just doing this here uh-huh. with Dawn. Like, okay, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. I'm, is Cole going to address that later? Like, I, I kind of love that. Yeah, me too. Don's just like, I'm going into business for myself. (laughs) Fuck Adam Cole. I was like, oh, word. All right. (laughs) It's like, fair enough. Mm -hmm. I I thought they were just doing like uh, some creative way to promote the pay-per-view. And then he's just, they said, Adam Cole is going to be a transitional champion because Kenny Omega is going to beat him. I was like, oh. Yeah. Stir in the pot. Well, then, I guess Kenny's going to be face. (laughs) Yeah. And by that reaction, Kenny will be a face when he comes back. Oh, because sure. the crowd went crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were going crazy when uh, when he was a heel too. Mm-hmm. Like they would cheer him at first for the intro because he's Kenny. I mean, he's almost always been a heel everywhere yeah. he's been. That's true. But they, but people just love him so much. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. a, the Adam Cole syndrome. Like Adam Cole's a heel, but everyone just loves him. Exactly. Exactly. Next, we had uh, 
QT versus Hook, and um, yeah, so now QT is now called CTE because he got dropped on his head <laughs> like eighty-five times by Hook, mm-hmm. just domed after dome after dome. Um, QT he would try to be crafty and like pick the ankle every once in a while or like jab in the eyes. In the end, he was crafty one too many times, and he tried to do like the off the turnbuckle spring back over top but uh hook just stood there locked in the red rum it was a good match it was great uh-huh. to see qt get dropped on his head he knows how to get dropped on his head yeah he takes suplexes better than anyone i've ever seen he makes you look good uh-huh. like he fucking he's a pro bumper yeah. with suplexes it is awesome to watch uh-huh. Yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. Hook got a good reaction. It's, yeah, Hook is Hook is the man, man. Yeah, it's always good to see him. They mentioned Team Taz. He hasn't really come out with Team Taz since he started wrestling, but they mentioned that he's still a part of Team Taz. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean they've all been kind of doing their own things lately. Mm-hmm. That's true. The, the, they'll they'll get back to it at some point. Whenever. Mm-hmm. It is that uh, somebody wants to feud with the stable, which I think is going to be very soon. And Me it's going to be it's going to be Mr. Lee. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Keith Lee is going to be feuding with them. And then mm-hmm. I think we'll see them all together again. That'd be cool. OK, so this next match is like this is one of those ones where you're like, holy fuck, this is this is a buy in match because mm-hmm. this was good. This is yeah. a very, very good match. This was House of Black versus Pac, Penta, Skiro, and Eric Redbeard, who I still don't understand why he's not called Eric the Red, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Maybe that's too on the nose. And they just. <laughs> is he signed More with AW or is he just here for. He hasn't gotten an all elite. So I think mm-hmm. he's just sort of. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe at some mm-hmm. point. Maybe he's one of those guys who just. Uh, keeps showing up and, yeah, and then just... they're just like he's on the roster okay mm-hmm. just sort of unceremoniously on the roster yeah but yeah House of Black came out I love that House of Black with each iteration of them whether it's just Malachi or it's Kings of the Black Throne or it's the trio itself they come out with different gear mm-hmm. and with different music there's different music for each setup yeah, like this was another new song, <laughs> which was awesome, and it was really cool. They all had the fucking druid crowns. Yeah, the, that, that, that dark pagan shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. loved seeing Buddy back in the ring again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's too good not to be seen. I and, can't wait for Kenny Omega to come back so they can have a match because they yeah, they wrestle oh, a very similar style. Yes, they do. Um, one thing that I love about Buddy is he's when he's going for a lariat or a clothesline that's going that's going to miss, like someone's going to duck under it. He swings for the hills, mm-hmm. like he swings so hard, like he's going to take the person's head off, and the person ducks it. It's great because normally when someone's ducking a lariat, it's like, well, there's no way that would have connected anyways because mm-hmm. it looks like you're swatting flies. Mm-hmm. So like he looked like he was trying to kill the man. With the guy ducking under. It was great. I loved it. And then we got the big man showdown. 
Um, They're just slamming meat into each other over and over. It's awesome. Both at the beginning of the match and at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. It was great. We also got Big Man Suicida <laughs> from uh, from What's-His-Nuts, um, Brody. Yeah, Brody. <laughs> I forgot his name, too. I was like, wait, who? <laughs> I can forget Brody. Mm-hmm. Um and even Eric Redbeard did a fucking, he did some kind of dive. I don't really know what it was. It wasn't a tope, but it was something. Oh, I know. He did uh he did like a drop kick out of the ring. Yeah. Um, Penta and Black had a cool showdown on the apron. There was a fear factor on the apron. Yeah. It, I just thought Malachi was dead after that. <laughs> it's like, damn. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Redbeard ate Malachi's heel kick and stayed up. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome, but then he got misted, V-triggered, and pile-driven. Mm-hmm. The pile-driver, I still wish was a Gonzo Bomb. I need the Gonzo Bomb. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I don't know if he could do the Gonzo Bomb to Eric Redbeard. That's a large man. Yes. <laughs> we haven't seen him do it to anybody yet. I'm waiting for that Gonzo Bomb. I love that move. It's terrifying. Yeah. The, when he busts it out, the crowd's going to go nuts. It is just... It looks like Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he's just like burying someone's head in the in the mat, and they're just going to stand up straight, like mm-hmm. with their head buried. Yeah, it's just just the greatest thing. Okay, so that was the buy-in. It was really good. That was like yeah. a that was like that would have been like best rampage of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, better than a lot of rampages. Really, which good last stuff. week's Friday's rampage was it was a really good rampage. For sure. Some of the rampages have been awesome. It's just mm-hmm. they're on late. This was on earlier. This yeah. is like a seven o'clock rampage. Uh, mm-hmm. And I liked it. Yeah, me too. Okay. So this is my personal match of the night. I don't think this will be many people's match of the night, but Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho is fucking great. This is awesome. Yeah, I love this match. Uh, they just went out and said, all right, we're doing an all Japan match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. Because Eddie, Eddie that's all Eddie Kingston wants to do. Eddie Kingston just does, just does Eddie Kingston matches. And what I love about, I have to give credit to Chris Jericho. He has gone out and done other people's matches. Yeah, for a while now. Yeah, he did death match. Yeah, because a lot of veterans, you know, they'll want you to work their style, but he's gone out and done like everyone else's style. Like, like he went out, year. he did, he did that Hooventude match. Mm-hmm. He did, he did um, death match. <laughs> yeah, he did the death match. There was another match where he wrestled, uh, he wrestled someone else and went outside his comfort zone for that as well. Mm-hmm. Just, just cool. Like I appreciate, um, I appreciate him doing that. Just yeah. going out there and, uh, and just going outside the comfort zone because this was awesome. Eddie Kingston, just like he did with CM Punk with with the Urican, he just fucking dropped Jericho on his bean. Yeah, right that was at nuts. the beginning of the match. The first move of the match, he drops Jericho right on top of his head. <laughs> I was like, I was like oh, okay, I know, I know what kind of match this is going to be. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, this is an Eddie Kingston match. That's mm-hmm. it. Fucking Masawa, Kawada, mm-hmm. fucking uh, all Japan. All day long. That King's Road, um, baby. <laughs> yeah, Jer- Jericho was working the orbital bone on. Yeah, that was Eddie cool. I, I like that because he just came back from the that psychology. I like it. 
Yeah, really good stuff. Everything was aimed at the freshly healed orbital bone of Eddie Kingston, and he was flipping off the crowd too, which is great because he needs to establish that he's the heel because it's very easy for people to cheer Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they cheered him for his theme song like they have been, but as soon as the match started, he got no love Mm -hmm. from the crowd. Everyone was behind Kingston. And then Jericho did something that I did not think he would do. And that is, he went chop for chop with Eddie, and I respect it, mm-hmm. because his chest was putrid mm-hmm. afterwards. It was so bright. It was fuchsia. It was it was very good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. He got worked over by Kingston, of course. I mean, Jericho can throw a chop, but that's not his game. Mm-hmm. And that's Eddie's game. And this match was just here to make Eddie Kingston look fucking great. Um, Eddie said he wanted to fight Jericho, and that's exactly what he did. Um, there was a there's a big tope or a big a big top rope rana by Jericho. Um, Jericho removed the turnbuckle. That didn't go well for him. Um, Was there one point when Jericho suplexed Eddie off the apron to the floor? Was that this match? Or did I He might have, but he 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 uh he gave a receipt to Eddie and dropped him on his head with a suplex, which was mm-hmm. cool. Like looked like it he put him right off right off the very tippy top of his head, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Um Jericho did put on the walls at one point and I was like, Oh fuck. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, I'm not having this. Um then there's a code breaker to the to the orbital bone. And then Eddie hit the hit the Urican, but Jericho kicked out. And I was like, oh fuck, they're no way. Mm-hmm. Like, no way are they doing this to uh to Eddie. But then he hit the Urican two more times, and Jericho sold them incredibly well. Yeah. And then Eddie sinks in this the uh stretch plum for the win. And like people do not tap out Chris Jericho. Yeah. That's yeah, that's cool. Something like, they do. I like Kingston's reaction after it. Like he didn't even believe it. He had to ask Aubrey a couple times. Like, did I win? <laughs> yeah. Then he runs over, all excited. To uh, he sticks out his hand for Jericho to shake it because that was the stipulation. Mm-hmm. If you win the match, I'll shake your hand. Jericho refuses to shake his hand. Walks away. Eddie Kingston says, "Like ah, this bitch," and. <laughs> I like that because it cements Jericho even more as a heel. It makes Eddie Kingston look great. Mm-hmm. Um, it get, shows Eddie Kingston has a bit of sportsmanship there. And I think we might see a bit of a Kingston push now because the so. storyline they, they were saying here was that the whole time Kingston's been in AEW, he hasn't been able to win the big matches. He yeah. gets in feuds, he loses. He gets in feuds, he loses. So this is the first big feud he's won. Yeah. So I here is a little hmm. I'm thinking Eddie Kingston could be a possible first feud and I'm just spitballing here a first feud for Hangman before Hangman faces Punk. That'd be good. Because I think I think Eddie Kingston, although I think Eddie Kingston has fought for the title once. He faced Moxley. Yeah, they faced Moxley. The thing I remember from their matches, um, 
he sprayed um, the rubbing alcohol in Moxley after they did the thumbtack spot. That, that yes. sucked. <laughs> Very cool. Very mm-hmm. awesome. Loved it. <laughs> okay, so next match was the triple threat between the Young Bucks, between Red Dragon, and Dress Express. So this match was fucked. This was a wild match. Mm-hmm. Hard to keep track of the moves. Yes, it especially was... when Bleacher Report kept freezing. So Bleacher Report, fix yes. your app, please. You're yeah, lucky you, you're in Canada, you can get it on Fight. I have to get it on Bleacher Report, and it sucks. Yeah, you you did not have a good time. Yeah, but from <laughs> what I could see, it was awesome. Like, yes, eventually you start watching it just on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> I had to turn the Wi-Fi off and watch it on my phone, and it worked. Um, yeah, so good match. This was basically uh, Jurassic Express wrestling a handicap match. Yeah, I like that aspect of it. Jungle Boy had a long beatdown segment in this match, and like they kept teasing the the Luchasaurus hot tag, but they kept denying it until he finally got it, and then it was awesome. Yeah, he got a couple of them and just <laughs> went wild. And he did my favorite spot of Luchasaurus, which is that thing where he. I think he does it off the middle rope. Yeah, he like but, steps and flips over the rope. Yeah, he does a a tope con hilo, but he he does it off the middle rope, and it looks like he's going to fucking brain himself on the mm-hmm. apron. Yeah. It is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, is match, so scary. This match had a lot of cool spots. There's one point where the Bucks try to get Jungle Boy in the more bang for your buck, but Jungle Boy reverses that into like a top rope, uh, uh, Hurricane Rana, and then as he's coming down, he grabs Matt and German suplexes him. Like it was pretty nuts. Yeah, that like, was cool. <laughs> and Luchasaurus was going crazy, or uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus did go crazy in this match, but so did Jungle Boy. He was doing all of his little um, Luchador like arm drags off the ropes and stuff. And... Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then eventually it came down to the Bucks and Red Dragon couldn't get along anymore, and they kept uh, breaking up their pins and stuff, and. Eventually, they came to blows. Yeah, the Bucks had enough, and they super kicked uh, O'Reilly in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, they really didn't blow up that much, though, because after that super kick, that's when uh, shit just got all fucked for the the Bucks, and Matt ended up just getting hit with the uh, Thoracic Express for Jurassic Express to win, which I did not see coming. Yeah, I, I didn't see it either. Did. Yeah, because. Yeah, because I said they could cancel each other out, but I also just kind of wanted Red Dragon to get the titles because I, I wanted Kyle O'Reilly to air guitar with the titles. I was quite sure Red Dragon was going to win. I was wrong on that one. I was right for most matches on this card. It played out exactly how I thought. Uh, I was way part. off because I thought a lot more titles were going to change hands, and I don't think a single title changed hand. Yeah, they did not, and that was weird. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That doesn't that is that does not often happen. Yeah, especially for such a stacked card. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. so ladder match. This this was crazy. This was yes. a crazy one. Um, there was all kinds of wild spots. They teased the the big boy confrontation between the three big men, mm-hmm. Wardlow, Lee, and and Hobbs. They teased that a few times with. But each time, friggin' Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy. <laughs> would insert himself, and they would get 
eventually the final time they did it, they just got annoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Wardlow just he like he rolled his eyes and you could tell he's like, Oh my god, again with this little <laughs> this ant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like get him away from us. Um it starts. They're doing their they're doing their big boy spot, and Orange Cassidy goes in there. He starts doing the kicks to all the big guys. Um, then they try and get him, and he ends up climbing up all of them to try yeah. and get the ring. That was cool. Like not even on a ladder. He's just climbing the giants. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. Um, I like that they brought back the Keith Lee rising up behind the guy yeah. spot on the apron me, from NXT. That made me happy, yeah. Christian standing there and Keith Lee just comes up like a kaiju out of the ocean. <laughs> it's funny because like how must that look to people at the event? Yeah, it just looks like he's standing there. But on camera <laughs> but, it looks great. <laughs> but the fans reacted to it. They knew what mm-hmm. it was. It was cool. Like I yeah. don't know how they popped for it because it's not something that you would pop as a live crowd. But yeah. He must they do probably, it in they probably recognize what he was doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at one point, uh, Lee grabs Orange Cassidy and just starts using him like a weapon. Yeah. He's just hitting people with Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy. And I love that. Um, Starks and Hobbs, uh, they they went to go up the ladder at the same time, caught their eyes on each other. Like, sort of like, I think, I don't they nodded at each other or shook hands, and then they both went up the ladder real quick, but then, mm-hmm. of course, got intercepted before they came to blows. Which yeah. is, I was like, ah, oh, damn, I kind of wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was, for me, the funniest part of the match, and I think you thought this as well. Um, Orange Cassidy, or he had the, the ladder on his shoulder, and he yeah, he's was doing... doing the Terry Funk spot. <laughs> he's doing the Terry Funk spot, but also so slow. So yeah, it was he kind was... of funny. Yeah, really slow. When people got hit by it, it was like, why didn't you just move? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, one point earlier in the match, he climbed the ladder with his hands in his pockets, which was hilarious. Yeah. So he was Good on shape. fine form. Yeah, he was, for me, he was he was the star of the match for a lot of it. He had a lot of the really fun spots. Um, But yeah, at this point, uh, Lee and Hobbs, they lift up the ladder with Orange Cassidy when he was doing the that helicopter spot and Uh he then but he's still holding on to it he's in the air at this point and then he skins the cat on the ladder and stands up on it to reach up to to get Uh the ring i was like oh my god this is hilarious and then he just slips and groins himself on the ladder i was like oh my god and i like after he groined himself wardlow felt bad and gingerly set the ladder down (laughs) (laughs) good shit man um Christian speared Hobbs on a left onto a ladder, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Wardlow uh, climbed a ladder with Starks and Orange Cassidy on his back. With <laughs> Orange Cassidy, get like the the <laughs> the higher that Wardlow climbed the ladder, Orange Cassidy was just getting closer and closer to the ring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just riding him like a horse. Mm-hmm. It's really funny stuff. Um, Starks, or sorry, I shouldn't go to the to the end because at one point, eventually the the big men get like really pissed off at each other, and they just sort of get 
obsessed with being the best big man. Mm-hmm. And they, those three guys just, they get distracted. They leave the ring. They're just trying to destroy each other. Um, they rip a ladder in half at one point. Yeah, they rip a ladder in half and they're just fucking Using them wailing on each other with these half ladders like they're chairs. Mm-hmm. Like just stiffing each other with these ladders. And then Wardlow puts both Lee and Hobbs through a table. He pushes them off the uh, off the announce area. They go through a table, so they're gone. They're done. Um, so they come back to the ring. Um, Starks at this point is doing the he's doing the it's WWE. He's doing the world's slowest ladder mm-hmm. climb. Yeah, but out from I guess the ring pops Danhausen. He curses Hobbs. You know, he curses Starks. I think he pulls him off the ladder too. So I guess this is the first move that Danhausen has mm-hmm. done I in think, an AW ring. I bet because we didn't talk about um, OC getting thrown out of the ring over oh Christian and, and Starks. <laughs> the most horrifying beal you've seen in your life. Yeah, he, Keith Lee, I don't think he realized his power and launched <laughs> OC super far. Because I think because, you know, Dan Housen's been coming out in his match. I think yeah. uh, when Stark was up there, it's supposed to have something to do with OC, but I think he might have actually been hurt. So Dan Housen just came out and cursed him, and that's allowed Wardlow to, to like, magically okay. jump okay. up the ladder. Yeah, so, but before, before I mean, Stark, somehow he recovers from, from Dan Housen's interference. Mm-hmm. He goes up the ladder again. Wardlow meets him up there and grabs him and just fucking power bombs him onto another ladder that was like propped up. Looked mm-hmm. really brutal because he just fucking chucked him on the back of his head mm-hmm. onto a ladder, grabs that ring, that giant sonic ring. Looks really stupid. Looks like an <laughs> inner tube. But yeah. he has it. He has that cartoon toy. And so he will be facing, if I'm not mistaken is he facing sammy he's facing sammy or scorpio sky whoever wins this wednesday okay following wednesday at saint patrick's day slam or whatever they're called yeah so so next week we have scorpio sky versus uh sammy which it could be scorpio sky i could see scorpio sky but that would suck for him because he's gonna be champ for a week (laughs) unless unless when we get to it later uh mjf does something i think well we i think I assume that if you're listening to this, yeah, you've you have <laughs> you have watched this already. So I assume that MJF MJF could screw Wardlow, mm-hmm. and I think that's a very very strong possibility. Mm-hmm. However, I would so in that case, I could see Scorpio Sky winning and then holding that belt for a while. But if they put the belt on Scorpio Sky for him to just lose it a week after. I would not like that. Me either. That's why. I, yeah. I, that feels disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And the TNT title, you know, they've done face versus face. So if it is Wardlow versus Sammy, that's fine too. Cause they've done that plenty of times for the TNT yeah. title. No, they have, they have. I just, I would like to see it on Scorpio sky. Mm-hmm. This one be... spot in the, the ladder match. I want to shout out before we go was Hobbs is a uh, stalled vertical suplex on a, a sideways ladder up the turnbuckle to oh, Orange yeah. Cassidy. That was nuts. Cause the ladder wasn't straight up and down. They were like sideways doing it. It was pretty crazy looking. Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> it was it was a good ladder match. It wasn't a great ladder match, but it was good. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah, 
it, it was probably better than last year's. Yes, it was much better than last year's. Mm-hmm. Last year's was good until the whole Cody stuff. Oh, yeah. Cody being in it was fine, but it but made then it... He, when he got hurt and he was st- sitting in the rampway and they just kept the camera on him, I was like, you're not showing the match, quit showing Cody. <laughs> that was my dog sort of falling down the stairs. <laughs> Is he all right? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He He recovered. Okay, good. <laughs> Last week he didn't recover one time and he oh, just no. he just sort of torpedoed down the stairs. <laughs> Poor guy. He's he's okay. He did it. <laughs> so after this we had Tony Schiavone yes. teasing a new signee, but he was talking with his hands and you could just see who it was on the clipboard. Yeah. In, in bold <laughs> letters it just said swerve. Yeah, it was hilarious. I think I wonder if he had an earpiece in because after a little bit he stopped doing it. I wonder if somebody's like, they could see the clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny. Um AEW's got had trouble with clipboards. Yes. In the yeah, past. all the way to the top too, because Tony Khan was <laughs> in trouble with for that. Yeah, so uh yeah, so Swerve comes out, he's got cool music, his cool new music. He is on the music, which is nice. Came um, out in the uh, cool fucking suit too. He yeah, like his, his gray suit that he was wearing at the Defy show. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks awesome as hell. Comes out. The fans are already chanting in the crowd before he even asks this. They're chanting, "Who's house? Swerves house? Who's house? Swerves mm-hmm. house?" And he says, "I just have one question to ask." And the crowd's getting louder and louder. He yells, whose house? And the crowd goes, Swerve's house. And so I was like, okay, here we go. That's yeah. awesome. He already has shout outs and callbacks and the fans are, he's already over. Yeah. It's good. That's good. Um, that's a very good sign. Um, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where he slots in on the card. I would like him to be in the main event caliber, like the upper tier, mm-hmm. but I said that about Andrade. I said that about Black. I said that about Miro. I said that about a few of these guys that are sort of in the upper mid. <laughs> I th- I've heard that AEW is really, really excited, but they've said that about a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Hey, I'm sure they have stuff planned for him, but yeah, I don't. Yes. He should I definitely wouldn't... not be. He should get the treatment where he goes into a pretty big feud immediately. Like he doesn't need to do the build them up type stuff. No. Where... I think like, I think he needs to go. I think he needs to be in world title contention. I think that's where he needs to swirl around as opposed to like TNT title contention. Mm-hmm. For sure. I feel like, I feel like he's above that. He's above the jungle boys and the Sammies and mm-hmm. even the Andrade's and the, I, I feel like he's above that. For but sure. When you look at all those other guys that had the NXT title, they're all sort of in the same spot. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I like to think he's up there. He seems like a main eventer to me, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, he is for sure. And he's young. Like he's uh he's I was just looking up how old he was because I was like, he's gotta be pretty young. Yeah, he's uh I think he's like thirty one. Yep, thirty one. Yeah, I think uh I think someone else was talking about that before that. I didn't just know that off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Somebody else, another podcast has, has asked that in the past. And, um, okay. 
it's a good thing if you start typing in Swerve, he's the first thing that pops up. So that means people are looking for him. So yeah, man, that's good. <laughs> Swerve's good, and he's a he's a, actually a legit. He's a very good rapper. Mm-hmm. I've heard his music. I was like, holy shit, this is actually him. Like, yeah. it's very good. Mm-hmm. Poor Max Caster is by far the worst rapper on the AW roster. Oh, but. He's so charming. He's so charming. It's, it, it he is charming. Like he is charming. I'm just, uh, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> you lost your gimmick, Max. <laughs> um, okay, so now we had Conte versus Cargill. I really liked this. I like this match a lot too. This match was really good. Yeah, this was really fucking cool. Jade came out in the Mortal Kombat gear with yeah. the live guitar intro. Yeah, it was my, fucking cool. But my favorite part about her intro is. JR, she looks like a superhero. And Excalibur says, uh, also a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> and JR's probably like, what the hell's Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah, the pop culture has passed him by. No, that's, for sure. That's fair. Um, yeah, so the ladies just go right, right away. They go ham on the counters. It's counter wrestling right from the beginning. They're going wild outside the ring. Um, Anna Jay was out there, and she's just outside the ring, minding her own business, cheering on Ty Conte. She just gets fucking walloped by Jade. Mm-hmm. She's just like, hey, fuck you. He, you don't get the numbers advantage. Whack. Yeah. She gets dropped. Um, this results in Anna Jay smoking Jade in the head with a chair. Yeah, that was inside. completely... I was like, whoa, I did not expect that in this match. <laughs> no, it was fucking great. <laughs> I loved it. Chair to the face. Um, but yeah, there are pump kicks galore. Uh, Jade hit the Eye of the Storm, which is the, which is the Tour of the Islands from Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. Then we have she hit a huge frog splash, which looked cool as hell. Like it was, it didn't look the same. It, lo- it was like she was, was in like plank position when she did it. Yeah, it was like it looked like she was flexing as she did the uh, <laughs> yeah, as she did the frog splash. It was cool. Um, Conte's strikes were vicious in this one, like really good. She was on point. Um, there was a hu- huge jumping spike fucking pile driver by Conti onto Jade and I was like oh shit fuck you're gonna you're gonna kill the the prize star in the AEW women's division <laughs> um then there was a great transition from a top rope uh from the top rope into the jaded which I loved I just I just honestly the intensity of this match the kicks everything was on point I thought it was both of their best matches yeah, in a while too. Me too. Ever since it's come out that uh, Jade has been training with uh, Danielson, it's like you could tell in like each match. I think each match we said, I think this was her best match, which is a good thing. So she that yeah, just means she's she, getting better and better. For sure. Because the connective tissue seems to be mm-hmm. getting better. Yeah, and she's this... doing like more stuff to play with the crowd. I don't think she did it tonight, but she does that the push-up stuff and like the sit-up stuff in her matches now mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. which always adds to it and stuff. Yeah, she's 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 getting it all together. Yeah, there seems to be like a little less thinking between each mm-hmm. move, which yeah. I like, and her selling's getting a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like her another s- year's time, she's gonna like just be one of the top stars in all of AEW. Yeah, her selling at first was the weakest part, mm-hmm. and now like her selling for Jay for Conti's uh, kicks in the corner was 
beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, really good stuff. Loved seeing it. Okay. Next we have, and this is the match that everyone's going to be talking about. Yeah, this match was great. This was CM Punk versus MJF. Arguably, you can make an argument that this is the best storyline AW's ever done. Mm -hmm. You can make that argument, absolutely, with with, it stacks up with everything. Um, So MJF comes out first, and he comes out, uh, Cult of Personality plays, CM Punk's Titantron's going, it cuts, outcomes mjf with his music he did the uh this the spot with the intro that every that a bunch of people were predicting he would do Mm -hmm. the first time uh when cm punk was debuting mjf does it he's doing it to get in the head of punk and then punk's music hits but it's not cult of personality I can't remember the name of the song. Uh, it's got a weird name. Hold on. Yeah, I think it, it's, it's. I think it's. Uh, it's like a Latin or something. Yeah, it's Latin, so I can never remember it. But it's by AFI. Oh yeah, it's, it's old, off of "Sing old, the old. Sorrow." It's yeah, a great it's... song. Um, one of my. It's funny. I can't remember the name of the song because that's one of my. That was one of my favorite albums in high school. It is called um, "Misery Cantari." Yes. Excuse my Oklahomanist coming out trying to read Latin. yeah but just like a phenomenal song one of one of afi's best songs Mm -hmm. um davy havoc's amazing on it yeah um and i like that they found a fan singing it like some dude was pumped in the crowd singing it (laughs) yeah really cool stuff Mm -hmm. so for people that don't know um that that was punk's uh intro that were that was punk's music when he debuted against or not when he debuted when he faced raven in yeah. the uh their in their dog, dog collar match and yeah. that was the first time he used that music and then he used it going forward mm-hmm. he used it going forward till he did the summer punk and that's when he started using cult of personality and then that's become more of his iconic song but this song is so good and i'm so glad he brought it back and he came out in the the white uh Straight edge trunks with the straight edge jacket. All he needed was bleached hair, but he may not want to bleach his he had, hair at this he had age. The X on his hands too. Yeah, he may not want to bleach his hair at this age, but <laughs> yes. But this uh, this look is the exact look that he wore when he faced Raven mm-hmm. in that match. So huge callbacks here. Yeah, they go to MJF and he looks like he's shitting bricks mm-hmm. in the ring. He's like, I thought I had one up on Punk, but he. He got his number. Really yeah. good stuff. I loved it. Um, so right off the back, these two are just beating the shit out of each yeah. other. Tony Schiavone's super happy that MJF's getting beat up with the chain. <laughs> yeah, he is gleeful. He's gleeful. He's yelling, like, do it again! Yeah. Do it again! <laughs> yeah. um, MJF hits Punk so badly at the beginning that Punk just immediately has chain shaped bruises yeah, on his that back. Looked like that fucking sucked. <laughs> Cause it was immediate when he got hit. It's like, oh my God, what? Yeah. How the fuck? And Punk is immediately bloodied. And yeah. like real bloodied. Like, I wonder so... Oh go ahead, sorry. No, no, it, it was almost it almost wasn't that gruesome because his face was just red. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if like, it's because of the injury from the 
previous week. It's just easier to open them up. I mean, I'm sure there's a point to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it but is. I, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I was going to say with CM Punk's bruises on his back. Cause there's one point where CM Punk whips, uh, MJF back with it. And he goes, yeah, it sucks. Doesn't it? I wonder if that was like just out of kayfabe. <laughs> like you, you giving him a little receipt, like you shouldn't hit me that hard with it. <laughs> that would be funny. I would actually really like if that were the case. Um, MJF then grabs a mic and he, he goes up to punk and he asks him, he's like, are you going to quit? Are you going to quit on the people again? And punk just yells, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved. Um, and on, I swear to God, like Punk's going to need an infusion, a blood infusion after mm-hmm. this match. He he was like gallons of blood. It was everywhere. His his white trunks were kind of pink and like it was everywhere. MJF was trying to choke him out with that chain. Um, MJF doing a great job uh, selling his hand in this Mm -hmm. after punk stomped on it with the chain so much Mm -hmm. so that i even asked you like yeah (laughs) i was like i was like did mjf break his hand because that sucks Mm -hmm. but then you're like no man he stomped on his hand with the chain i was like oh shit okay cool i love that just masterful selling yep then cm punk did the power bomb counter out of the out of the heat seeker which is really Mm -hmm. cool um Punk takes a. <laughs> Sorry if you heard that creak. That was a door. Um, so, uh, Punk takes a knee directly to the steps, and you know that uh, MJF is going to target that shit at some point, <laughs> or he's going to go for the fucking for the plunge again with the bum knee. <laughs> um, uh, Punk reverses MJF's tombstone into his own tombstone on the apron. Yeah, that was awesome. But his knee fucked but his, his knee up more. His knee buckles. It goes out on him. MJL, MJF brings out the tax. And JR says, that's not a yam bag. I'm like, no, JR. It's literally, <laughs> it's not testicles. Yeah. You don't know what a yam bag is, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you my just, God. He brought out the yam bag. He just hears Taz say it because Taz says yam bags, and he's like, "Oh, that's a good saying." He's like, "I'm going to start saying yam bags." Mm-hmm. No, Jr. That means balls. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Testicles, Jr. Testicles. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, I lost it when that happened. I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so Max brings out the tax punks. Punk at one point he. They're battling around the tax, not going in it. Punk does a head kick, but the tax were in his foot. So when he yeah. hit MJF, it looked like it sparked. Yeah, that was cool. Tax flew everywhere. Yeah, it was awesome. Then we got a superplex off the top rope into the tax right on fucking Punk's ass. Yeah, yeah. It, the, I think the tax were too far out. So Punk just took the whole bump up on his ass. <laughs> the asshole tax. Mm-hmm. Um, then MJF is crawling along the tax. To get the pin, really yeah. great. The ref um, counted, even counted the pin in the tax because I saw him picking thumbtacks out of his hand afterwards. Dope. Then MJF he calls out Wardlow. Um, obviously it was a two count, so he he's freaking out. He calls out Wardlow. Wardlow comes down. At first I thought Wardlow wasn't going to show up, and I was like, okay, then that'll piss MJF off. Mm-hmm. No, Wardlow comes out. He reaches in his pocket to look for the ring. He can't find it. 
reaches in the other one. He's like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know, Max. I, I can't find the ring. Sorry, the the ring bearer fucked up this time, mm-hmm. and. CM Punk takes advantage, hits MJF with the GTS. Mm-hmm. He drops flat back into the yeah. into the tax. His eyes are bugging out of his head. He's convulsing in the tax, mm-hmm. which must really hurt. Um, and then Wardlow rem- outside remembers which pockets in, pulls it out, and gives it to He's Punk. Like, <laughs> and Punk cracks him in the head with the ring, gets the one, two, three. Really great shit. I saw some people online saying, how does a ring knock a guy out after being after all these punches with the chain? And I look at it like this. He just got hit with the GTS Mm -hmm. and then got punched in the face with an object. Had it been the chain after the GTS probably would have finished him as well. Anyways. Mm -hmm. However, I see it sort of like in the end of a boxing match the final punch that knocks a guy out is was preceded by a whole bunch of punches earlier. I was going to say, usually say, the, the punch that gets people isn't like the, the hardest haymaker or anything. Yeah. It's like, I watch UFC fights and like on, on strike number 150, the guy goes down. <laughs> oh, well, what about strike fucking a hundred and fucking 40, not the 145th one. Why didn't mm-hmm. that one knock him out? It's like, you don't say that. Mm-hmm. It's like, eventually... You Plus, just, isn't Diamond, you're one of the, Diamond one of the strongest substances on Earth? So Yes, that, and they've been protecting it. Mm-hmm. Everybody get that's gotten hit by that has been finished. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I was going to say, plus it's like, pro-wrestling, so it doesn't have yeah, to make sense. Uh, <laughs> like, shut up, we're watching men in tights fight. Yeah, <laughs> watching dudes fight in their underwear, so it's okay. None of it's real. (laughs) Okay. Moving on to, unfortunately, what I thought was by far the weakest match of the show. Yeah, but not to say it's a bad match or anything. No, not a bad match, but just a TV match, if that makes sense. It was definitely a TV match. They've had better matches against each other. They were in a tough spot coming after the the chain match, or the dog collar match. So, Yeah, this is... This is Britain Rosa, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, we should start by saying new belt. Yeah the, belt. yeah, the new belt is amazing, and I think I I I think I like it more than the AW Men's World Championship belt. Mm-hmm. I think it look the I love the AW World Championship belt, but mm-hmm. on every panel it says AW on it. Yeah. It's overkill. They've got the logo all over the men's belt. Mm-hmm. If they put other things on it, that would keep it more interesting. But it just looks like overbranding. I got you. It's like they couldn't think of something else to put there, so they just kept putting the logo. Mm-hmm. It's on every side plate is the logo again. It's like, no, guys, we don't need the logo over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, but the women's one, actually, to me, res- it's sort of like a mix between the old school WWE belts, like the big gold belts, mm-hmm. and the New Japan belts. Yeah. And I think I think it's better than the men's. I really, really love it. Yeah, it's a good looking belt. So right when we saw that, I thought, oh, new champion. 
and that was not the case. And yeah, this match was, it was good, but it was okay. And it was kind of what we've seen already. Mm-hmm. It Lots was, of interference and stuff too. Took away yeah, from it, it was like, it was like most of the Brit matches we see on TV, which is not to say they're bad, but just to say that they kind of go the same way. Mm-hmm. We see Rebel out there interfering, taking a bump. We see Hater out there interfering, taking a bump. We see it leading to a to someone tossing the belt in there, getting hit in the head with it, taking the fucking curb stomp on the belt. Like it's we've we've seen a lot. Like the Brit matches tend to have a bit of a formula at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever's putting them together just keeps kind of just keeps putting together the same match. Yeah, um, they're good. Like there's nothing wrong with them. It's just they're they're not different. <laughs> and this match was never going to be able to follow up their previous one. Yeah. You kind of have to up the stakes a bit. And I believe the reason why they did this is because it is it's sort of weird because Rosa just lost this one, but on. Is it on Dynamite or on uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam? I think it's on Dynamite this week. Rosa is facing Layla Hirsch in a number one contenders match, and the winner gets to face Britt Baker in San Jose, which is Thunder Rosa's uh, Mm -hmm. hometown. So the theory is that that's where Thunder Rosa wins the the title. But if that's the case, don't put Thunder Rosa in this match. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know, this this feels like Britt Baker should have beaten someone else on this night, maybe Layla Hirsch, and that's fine, in a good match. And then on Dynamite next week, she faces Rosa, maybe we have some interference, and then we get a cage match. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what they're building to. I think they're yeah. building to a, a cage match between Rosa and Baker. Yeah, that's what I think too, and definitely. And I think Rosa will win that title. I just mm-hmm. think it's this kind of reminds me of when Sammy dropped the title to give the title back to 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 Cody to give mm-hmm. the title back to Sammy again. It's like, yeah. wait, why? Why are we doing yeah. this? It's like we didn't need to have this Rosa match. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. Seems weird. Yeah, I was like, I was bummed, and then when they announced that she's facing Hirsch. Uh, for the number one contender, and then the following week they're in her hometown. It's like, oh, okay. I but see it's what just, they're doing here. It's just weird that she loses and then immediately gets a number one contender match. Mm-hmm. Like, why does she not drop down the rankings? That's the precedent. That's the precedent that they've set. Yeah, that maybe when they, someone loses, they, they should drop just say the like, rankings. They should say they feel bad for her for the interference or something. Yeah, just it seems a little clunky. Mm-hmm. It's like a. It's, I don't know, it's like they didn't know they had San Jose locked up or something. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So moving on to Moxley versus Brian Danielson. This match was very good. This match was, a, it, honestly, it looked like a damn shoot for half the match. Yeah. Which I loved. They went to the mat early. They were counter-wrestling. They were mat-wrestling. They were chain-wrestling. Uh, Moxley trying to outdo Danielson at his own game. Um, 
Danielson being the first one to be a cheap little fucker and like slap Moxley in the face while they're doing that. Um, Moxley, very much like CM Punk, gets so bloody. <laughs> yeah, Mox like, got. Yeah, that was his. Yeah, it looked like he <laughs> took a headshot or something. Like he, like he was bleeding, and then it was just like all down his front, all down. Mm-hmm. Like it was fast. It was like, oh my god, it's. I swear, these guys must have hydrated a lot before took, the before took some the aspirin show. or Tylenol or something to thin their blood out. So, <laughs> yeah, man, because they were fucking. They were bleeding gushers. Mm-hmm. Um, there we had uh, we had dragons we had dragon sleepers from Brian Danielson in the blood with Moxley slipping out because of the blood. Yeah, which I yeah, loved. Yeah. And if this was an anime, we would hear uh, Moxley narrate it like I slipped out because the blood allowed me to. Bl-. Yeah, <laughs> some over-explaining anime. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one time. It's like I was sweaty, so I slipped out of his grip. <laughs> <laughs> um Danielson uh or Mox is playing Danielson's game with the submissions. I really liked it. He's it's kind of one upping Danielson in this with that and then Moxley picks the ankle during the head stomps and mm-hmm. then they both have each other's hands and they're just both kicking each other in the face. Yeah, that was awesome. so awesome. It's like the equivalent to uh it's like when people get the heel hook and they mm-hmm. kick each other. Yeah. But this time they're just both doing the kick your head in mm-hmm. while both on the ground, which is great. Um, Mox gets captured, get captured, suplex, mm-hmm. and then head stomped, put in the triangle. Uh, Danielson's doing the double buys. Moxley's able, to, Moxley's able to get out though, and he's able to roll up Danielson and like a flash pinning combination, a good one, not like a pull the tights. Mm-hmm. And he he uses his wrestling, his mat wrestling ability to beat Danielson. Danielson is losing his mind. He tries to fight Bryce Rensburg. He tries to fight Mox again. They're going. They're they're throwing bombs. The security yeah. runs down. They're fighting off the security, and then following the security down is who? William fucking Regal. William Regal comes in, and he he steps between these two. He is the fucking disapproving daddy here. Yeah. He is pushing these guys away. He He's yelling, like, you guys need to shake each other's hands. You guys sold this arena out. This mm-hmm. is a sold-out crowd. They want to watch you shake each other's hands. This was the stipulation that this was going to be a fair fight, and you guys are going to make each other bleed, and aren't you guys trying to form a stable, all this shit. But he, he then slaps Moxley in the face, headbutts Moxley in the face. Yeah. And then Danielson is laughing. He thinks yeah, I this love is that. the greatest thing. <laughs> and then fucking Steven, Re- Steve, William Regal turns around, slaps Danielson in the face. And Danielson looks like a sad puppy. Mm-hmm. when that happens <laughs> he doesn't know what to do and then regal just kind of walks off with them and i think we might get william regal as the stable leader yeah i hope these guys that'll be so cool like and if you could think of any there's only two people that i could think could be like a leader of these guys 
and one of them wouldn't really work well for obvious reasons and then because he doesn't really talk that would be like dean malenko could be mm-hmm. that type of guy but he, he didn't really talk and he's got parkinson's so obviously yeah. it can't be dean malenko or suzuki would work too but he doesn't but speak again English well, so. doesn't really <laughs> can't speak yeah um you can't talk on the mic but <laughs> william regal as the leader to these guys because he he would have taught both of these guys. He would have trained both of these mm-hmm. guys in NXT, in Ring of Honor. Was Regal in Ring of Honor? No, he wrong. no, he just he just taught Danielson. Yeah, he would have taught before. him in NXT. Yeah, yeah. Well, NXT before NXT, like oh yeah, he just trained one of his. Yeah, that was just one of his first trainers. Yeah, but yeah, amazing shit. They mm-hmm. uh, really good stuff. I I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a huge reaction. He got the graphic on Twitter. So he's officially in the company. And that's like a legit, really good signing for AEW. He can help out so much backstage. Because he was yeah. pretty much Triple H's second-hand man in, in NXT. So he knows what he's doing backstage and in front of the camera. So, Yeah, he is... Uh, I was saying when this happened, they needed some like old veteran guys mm-hmm. to be in the camera on TV to have an impact, but have them not be like 60, 70 years old, mm-hmm. like a, like an Arn Anderson or a, or a Jake Roberts, like have mm-hmm. a guy who's more like in his fifties, who's just recently out of his prime. Yeah. Like someone like Samoa Joe could take that role, but he'd, he'd actually probably still want to wrestle a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, William Regal, even though he's older, he, he's still scary. Like, yeah, he, he still looks like he could whip your ass. So <laughs> he's bigger than both these guys by yeah. a fucking wide margin. Yeah, that's just Moxley we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. Moxley's not small mm-hmm. by any stretch, and he looked much smaller than William Regal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this and is William Regal is it's cool to follow on. He's a cool follow on Twitter because he just like hangs out. He's got pet lizards and he just hangs out with his pet lizards. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't. It's amazing to me, the absolute worst. Well, that's not that amazing to me, but like just the absolute respect and love that William Regal has from the fans because he had a gimmick that's not easy to get over. Mm -hmm. Like Lord William Regal. Yeah. That is, you can't get that over. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Like Triple H failed with that same gimmick. Mm -hmm. I think they were teammates at one point too. Um, Triple H was in WCW. Yeah, like those royalty gimmicks don't work, mm-hmm. really, unless they're played for jokes, mm-hmm. like King Booker. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's uh, I don't. Yeah, like when I was a kid, when when he was in WCW, I did not like him. I was like, I don't know, I don't like mm-hmm. this character. And then, but then as I've gotten older, once he became more of an authority figure, I was like, oh, this, this guy really is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then his. You- Go back and watch his old stuff. He's just so good. I like everything. He's good at comedy. He's good at being serious. Yeah, his. But then, just like his, just his legit badass rep, like mm-hmm. of like shooting on Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like Goldberg, because Goldberg was a legit badass, mm-hmm. and William Regal is just like, now I'm gonna stretch you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like whoa, okay, yeah. damn. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. He's like, I feel like he's part of like the Kingsman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what he feels like. Like Manners if you, if you fuck with man. him, he'll put you in the hospital. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it. I believe it. Um, okay, speaking of going to the hospital, this Sting, Darby, oh and gosh. Sammy versus the AHFO match. This might be my favorite match of the night because I I totally thought, oh, this is the downer match, but then they just they just went balls to the wall for like 10 minutes straight, not stopping. <laughs> this match was stupid. Yeah. Stupid. It was so fun and so mm-hmm. stupid and so nonsensical. Like, I just stopped taking notes, and I was just marveling at it Mm -hmm. on TV. I was like, this is a fever dream. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you first, like, two minutes into the match, you get someone doing a suicide dive onto a trash can. On (laughs) fucking Jose the assistant. Not even one of the wrestlers. Yeah, poor Jose. But he tried to get involved, too. He's hitting people with the laptop and stuff. (laughs) Jose wants a match, too. He wants Mm -hmm. a match against Darby. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess he used to wrestle. Somebody's supposed to picture he was like a jobber type dude. I mean, yeah, he's he looks like Fandango. He's got that mm-hmm. body. Yeah. Like you can tell he's a wrestler. Um Yeah, he he died. Mm-hmm. Jose died immediately. Fucking trash cam put on him and then gets hit with the Darby Tope point blank. Mm-hmm. Amazing. There are some wild fucking chair shots in this one. Yeah. I swear to God. Um I think Andrade just smoked Darby in the back of the head with a chair. After yeah, that was back. nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, damn. I think he just killed him. Yeah. Pretty much all the members of the HFO came out. One point, Butcher was using Darby as a battering ram on the barricades outside. Oh that was awesome. <laughs> so fucking funny. It's like he was playing a drum with Darby. Yeah, because they, they didn't show him, pick him up. They just cut to it. He was just swinging <laughs> him into the barricade. <laughs> it looked like a death from Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a troll yeah. just picked him up and <laughs> smashed him around. Yeah. Um there was that absolutely unhinged Spanish fly off of the entrance tunnel by Sammy to uh to Isaiah Cassidy through a table. Well and the table didn't really break and the other one shot out from underneath him, so that looked rough. And <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy never caught up. Yeah. <laughs> <He> just... <laughs> They just laid up there the rest of the match. Yeah, he just lay down there and he sat up at one point, but um, Aubrey sat with him beside mm-hmm. him for the rest of the match. You could see them in the background at one point, and she's still sitting there. So I think Isaiah Cassidy got fucking rattled. Yeah, for on sure. On that one, he took a fucking vicious bump. Yeah. That's one of the craziest fucking spots I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, and then that was followed by another crazy spot because yes, seeing said, hold my beer. Yeah, Andrade in four tables. That's he turned sixty three in two weeks. What the he hell? Did, he did the he did a fucking New Jack spot there. <laughs> yeah, did you see Tiger Driver put the New Jack music over that spot <laughs> on <laughs> Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and then Darby wins the match basically with a reverse diving headbutt because yeah, because. He... Matt Hardy was, I don't know what he was doing. But Matt Hardy was, was way too far away yeah. to get hit by the uh, coffin drop. And Darby pretty much just hit him with the back of his head, mm-hmm. if anything, like on mm-hmm. the arm. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone's going to. In the long that. term, no one's going to care. Everyone's going to remember the the Spanish fly and sting uh, just saying, fuck it, and jumping off the uh, uh, fucking balcony. <laughs> Through three tables. Yeah. And I just. 
remember when everyone was like, "Yeah, probably just do cinematic matches," and then no, like, like I every told match people he, they were fucked when if they thought that he was going to get in the ring. Yeah, I remember thinking that too. I was like, "No way, he's going to wrestle." And then he did the cinematic cinematic match, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that makes sense." And then he did the match with the uh, Men of the Year, and I was like, "Whoa, that was actually really good." And then like every tag team match he's been in, I'm like, "Whoa, this is actually really good." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, like legit, how do you still we, have it legit we almost saw somebody die last yeah, night yeah, yeah, yeah. two people sting stage diving off balconies and i've hurt my back getting out of bed this morning it's sting wasn't doing that when he was younger no he wasn't it's, he's oh. hanging out darby darby's gonna... darby's gonna get him killed mm-hmm. man i just I'm sure too. They were thinking this was going to be the come down match, but it wasn't <laughs> because like, the crowd seemed kind of worn out for a little bit during the Page and Cole or the the Cole match. Sammy and Darby are just like want to see somebody die. Yeah, like every time they're in a match. Yeah, I'm glad Sammy and um, Matt Hardy didn't do any table spots together this time. Yeah, good lord, this fantastic. Um. There, there was spoilers. I mean, no, I don't want to spoil it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. You yeah. could probably find it if you just look it up. Yeah, look you up. Probably Hardys. know what we're talking about. Look yeah, up yeah, the Hardys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know what we're talking about. But, but I we're imagine that'll be coming soon. Okay, so Hangman versus Cole main event time. We get the Let's Go Adam chance. We get the uh Which you could tell they both thought it was hilarious because they're both smiling really hard. We got <laughs> we got dueling let's go Adam, Adam sucks chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny. We like, got their the... entrance gear, Adam Cole coming out, it's Master Chief, pantsless Master Chief. And then Hangman coming out in yeah. the, the LGBTQ plus colors. Colors, yeah. In Orlando yeah. after that bill that was passed. Mm-hmm. The... Hangman's the fucking best. Yeah. Kane took 10 vicious chair shots to the head. Yeah, yeah. To 11 after his tweet a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that that tweet was another vicious chair shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. This match was really good. Uh, it sucks. The sh- like This is where you could tell the show was probably a little too long. Because this match was excellent. Like, really good. Like, four stars. Four yeah. and a half stars good. It was a great but match. It- and you and I started talking about Elden Ring. Yeah, it's just it was it was the show was way too long, and I I love this match, and yeah, I have nothing negative to say about this match at all. It's just the whole show was far too long, and yeah, it was getting close to eleven o'clock my time. I was like, shit, I gotta go to work in the morning. I got to shower. (laughs) This the pay per view fucked me up for today. Mm -hmm. It fucked me up because I couldn't go to bed afterwards. Like I was thinking about it. Yeah, for like it takes me like an hour to cool to to like get ready to mm-hmm. go to bed afterwards and um that's why i hope next yeah. time they do a pay-per-view it's either on a three-day weekend like they do sometimes if it's going to be on a sunday yeah. or there's no ufc fight on saturday so they can yeah. go back to saturday ufc fights yeah man i had to pick up a passport today i had to get up at 6 30 in the morning yeah i got like six hours of sleep i was yeah, so you're, mad because of time zones you're an hour ahead of me so yeah, I was not pleased. I went to bed at like one something, like one fifteen or whatever, mm-hmm. which on a normal night wouldn't be that bad. I can recover from that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will never. I I was profoundly tired this morning, but yeah, mm-hmm. I was drifting in this match a bit. 
it was a great match. But mm-hmm. I just I wasn't really retaining it. Cool spots. I had to go back and look at it again to remember quite all of it. What some of the things that I loved though, the use of super kicks in this match were amazing. Yeah, they were they were laying them in too. <laughs> yeah, I legit like I was watching them, I was like, every single one of these are landing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I swear to God, they're hitting them right in the forehead every time. Mm-hmm. I can see sweat flying. I can see. Mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no air between those between that foot and that forehead." And yeah, man, the impact was good. The meaning behind them was good. I like that there was more super kicks in this than the Young Bucks matches, which yeah. is funny. Um, well, I mean, it makes sense though because the origins of the super kick party were the Young Bucks and Adam Cole. So, yep, for sure, people. To, it's so funny. Like, uh, like, uh, I mean, not that I disparage WWE fans, but WWE fans saying Young Bucks matches are all super kicks. Meanwhile, Adam Cole was in NXT yeah. at that time, which is funny. Yeah, um, and he's, like I said, he's with him. The night he joined the Bullet Club, they did like, what was it, like 102 super kicks in a match or something like that? <laughs> really funny. <laughs> um, where do you think super kick party came from? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yes, there's just a magical quality to uh, Adam Page matches where so many of his moves are callback to his previous matches mm-hmm. or his previous opponents or his friends or like when he, he like even the start of this match, um, he pushes Cole up to the ropes and does the triple smack to his mm-hmm. chest which is how Adam Cole ended the previous episode of Dynamite, where he put the title on him and did the three slaps. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. And they're easily recognizable Easter eggs. I mean, CM Punk does does these things too, but you have to like know the history and know the research. Whereas when you see Adam Page do it, you recognize it immediately. Like, it's, it's on the nose without being on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like when he did the uh, in that match with the Bucks with Kenny way back in the day, he went for the one winged angel, but he also did the chicken wing, mm-hmm. and and then um, the Buck and the Bucks do it too. The Bucks went to do the uh, the golden trigger to uh, mm-hmm. to Kenny. Like they they think about this stuff, and these things always happen in Adam page matches. You can tell that he's the one who's thinking about this stuff. And I love it. Um, Hangman took in this match. Hangman took some vicious bumps. He took two Panama sunrises. Yeah. One was on the floor, one on the floor, um, which was as, which happened because he was got some assistance from the, Red Dragon, Red Dragon fellows, mm-hmm. they came down, and I expected the Bucks to come down, but they did not. I they didn't come down to... at all, and I'm sure that's going to be a story beat this Wednesday. Adam Cole's probably going to ask him where they were. Yeah. Um, but Hangman took a second one in the ring that he just spiked himself on. Like, he stayed up in the air, yeah, like, he saw quivering that awesome. for a while. <laughs> it was amazing. Really good shit. And then he got hit with the boom. But the knee pad wasn't lowered. Yeah, and that's why Hangman kicked out. I'm glad Adam or not Adam Cole, uh, Excalibur pointed that out. Like that's level to detail that I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, Then Hangman got the buckshot. 
but Cole's hand is on the his fingertips. Are yeah, that was cool. He just barely got it. That was cool. <laughs> but then he gets hit with a second buckshot, baby. Mm-hmm. And he got put in that six-foot hole like Hangman said he would. It was really mm-hmm. good. Some and people, then I like, some people after, are upset that Cole won or that Cole lost. I wasn't. Uh, I wanted Cole to win. Well, actually, I didn't care either way because I like both these guys. I was, so. Yeah, I was going to be happy regardless. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not to say the story's over because, you know, <laughs> just because he lost one match doesn't mean he, they could easily do like a battle royal or a gauntlet match or anything to have him back in the title picture. So, yeah, it's not over. Cole's getting that title. Don't worry. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely getting the title. But yeah, Hangman, you know, he's they're still trying to establish him as a top guy. He's so I don't know who he faces next. Maybe Punk because he's been on us. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I think uh, I think the next pay-per-view is Punk. Mm -hmm. I think beforehand or before then, like some of the some of the upper mid card that was talking about, like maybe like a uh, someone like a black mm-hmm. would do well. Like I would like to see uh, maybe Buddy Murphy and like, I'd like to see black not in a tag team, even though they are a tag team, but like, I'd like to see him, but they're not going for the titles. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I'd like to see all three of the guys go for single stuff too. Yeah. Cause I'd like to see that as well. Yeah. Yeah. We could see Nero. We can oh like gosh. like we I gotta get him to come back. We gotta get an upper, an upper mid card or like a lower upper card guy to get mm-hmm. a feud. Like push a younger guy or push a guy that needs that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Kingston would be a cool one, although I don't really want to see him lose. But yeah. I could see this is what I'm thinking is Kingston could go on a bit of a streak and get a shot against uh, Hangman and maybe lose. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't really see King Kingston holding that title. But you never know. Maybe down the road, the crowd will go nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I thought it'd be MJF, but it seems like. But he lost. So. Yeah, they're go- and they're going to the Wardlow feud, so that that won't. Yeah, got to get through that. So MJF will go to Wardlow. I think. Um, I think Adam Cole goes into this Bucks and Red Dragon feud. And I think Kenny comes back. Mm-hmm. I don't. Apparently, Kenny was a little over exuberant with his early uh, schedule that he wanted to hit. Mm-hmm. So it, obviously, he said February. We're in March, so he's already gone past that. Which so, is nuts that we're already in March. I know it feels like we. He just got hurt, mm-hmm. or not just got hurt, but just took some just time lost off. the title. Mm-hmm. And that was a, uh, but no, it's been a few months, which is, which is wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that, that was the pay-per-view. And I thought I would give that at least four and a half stars. For sure. For sure. I loved it. Not a bad match. Some matches were not as good as the other ones, but yeah, good show just, all over. Just one, just mm-hmm. one match I thought underwhelmed. Like the Hirsch Statlander match would be like the next lowest one, but even that was just was like it was what it was. Like <laughs> it didn't under it didn't under deliver is what I mean. Yeah. Like for it sure. met expectations. But not not a single bad match on the card. 
Not a, nope. There's there wasn't a match that I was like that shouldn't be on there. There was no wasted time. Mm-hmm. It was exhausting, and I could have maybe done with one less match. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get it though because you know they only do four big pay per views a year, so it's like they want to try to get as much. Oh, I get as it. They can. Like they have this is their WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, their SummerSlam, and their Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I. Sure. I understand that, but it's still too long. I can't do yes, it. Yes, for sure, for sure. Get, give me three and a half hours. Yeah, and I'm that'd I'm, be I'm great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You you can four hours up. for uh, all in or all out, but because that's like, your biggest show of the year. But as amazing as that fucking uh, six man tornado clusterfuck was, it doesn't have to be there. No, you could you, you could, could totally that say that dynamite. for dynamite, yeah, and that'd be an excellent uh, five star dynamite main event. <laughs> and everyone would say greatest greatest television show of the year. Yeah, like it 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 doesn't have to be on the pay per view. There was no feud there. Just I don't know. You mm-hmm. just put it on. It was fine, for sure. But what can you do? Great pay per view. Excellent pay per view. Loved it. All right. Um, do 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 do. See you guys. Peace.